the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Surely, 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 we're grateful on this morning for the blood of Jesus. Amen, amen. For some of you already know that it was the blood that saved you. The thing about the blood, as the song writer said, it reaches. Can I talk about that just for one second? See, a lot of us think we came to Jesus. But the blood was reaching for you. And even when we didn't want it (laughs) to be reached, it reaches to the highest mountain. And what I like about it, it flows. I don't know if you ever had a a water problem, but water will find every crack, crack and crevice. And the blood is like that. It'll find every crack and crevice and it'll flow. It'll reach you in the drug house. It'll reach you in the club. It'll reach you while you're racing up and down the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we, we ought to rejoice about the blood. And even right now, as we stand, we stand in, covered in, saturated in the blood of Jesus. Amen, somebody. Praise his holy name. Thank you, uh, choir and and, and, uh, music ministry for blessing us on this morning. Um, I'm just grateful to God for all that he is doing even right now. For in the physical realm, we're watching one thing, but in the spiritual realm, something else is going on. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. If you have your Bibles with you on this morning, and you should, I want to invite your attention to Philippians chapter 4. I want to begin reading at verse number 4 of Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse number 4, reads like this. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, 
I just needed that to sink in. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Would you pray with me this morning? Father, we, we bless you. We thank you for another day, another opportunity for the declaration of your word. Even now, Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. Speak, Lord, through the airways and travel through the byways to those that might be listening via live stream, that those that might be tuning in through the radio broadcast, those who may listen to this later on or may hear some translation of what was said on today. Holy Spirit, have your way in the midst of it all and let your word go forward to accomplish what you desire it to do. Spirit of the Lord, it's my prayer on this day that as I stand to declare your word that you would save someone who is lost, reclaim someone who's drifting, and encourage someone who's discouraged. Somebody needs to hear a word from you today. Father, in my own sanctified spirit and understanding, somebody is hungry for you, Lord. They're thirsting for you, Lord, and they're in need of your presence on today. Speak a word, God, in the midst of this time and opportunity such that your name would get all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Lord, I'm just a yielded vessel to accomplish your will. Allow me to have clarity of thought and clarity of speech, and let me, God, be the vessel you use on this occasion to accomplish your will. I surrender all to you, God, so strengthen my physical flesh and allow me to be able to do what you've sent me forth to do. And then, Lord, when it's all said and done, we will worship you. We will glorify you. We will give you the glory and all the honor for you alone, Lord, are worthy of it all. It's in Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and expectation in the name of Jesus. I pray amen and amen. Kettering, on this morning as we delve into this particular passage, we get an opportunity to see uh, the Apostle Paul who is writing a very, very intimate letter. In fact, uh, in this letter to the Philippian uh, church, he really doesn't have a whole lot of doctrinal things that he has to say, corrections or anything like that for them. But he he's writing a very intimate letter uh, to this group in uh, Philippi because they have shared with him in his pain. They have shared with him 
in his persecution, and they've also shared with him in his provisions, as he states in this letter, that they were, at the beginning, the only ones who supported him financially when he began his gospel ministry and left Macedonia and Thessalonica. And so he writes this letter to thank them and to encourage them during a very difficult time while he himself is in a Roman prison and Nero is in charge. Lord, help me this morning. You need to understand that under Nero's leadership and under his uh, authority, it was a time when he was such a vile leader that he would take Christians and those who would name the name of the Lord and he would impale them and put and cover them in pitch, uh, which was a, a type of an inflammatory element, and he would set them on fire just for fun. If you dig into history, what you'll find out about Nero is that Nero was a ruthless character. In fact, he had a huge garden, and in order to, to keep his garden lit, he would utilize the Christians that he had impaled on on stakes and he would set them on fire so that they could light up his garden that he might walk through it in the middle of the night. This guy was hideous and he was horrid, but yet he was the one in charge while Paul is in prison writing this intimate letter to a group of Philippians who had supported him, who had encouraged him, who had suffered with him, and who had gone through with them to tell them that I'm all right. <laughs> Lord have mercy. In fact, this letter, rather than being laden with complaints and excuses, is filled with joy and celebration. I'm trying to talk to somebody this morning. And so as we look at this letter, he focuses here on his, uh, in this latter part of his letter, he focuses on encouraging them on how they might find the peace of God. Help me, Lord. And so I want to talk to you on this morning from the subject matter, the conduct for acquiring God's peace. The conduct. What is it that I need to do to acquire God's peace. Y'all still here with me this morning? Can I start by saying that God's peace is not like the world's peace? Stay here. The world's peace is uh, temporary and typically has some quid pro quo. In other words, if you give me this, I'll give you that, and you'll only have that until I decide to take it back from you. The world's peace is limited typically to some uh, tickly feel-good experience that would enlighten us and heighten us for a season, but drop us soon after. No, God's peace isn't like that. God's peace is the kind of peace that allows you to have a restful sleep while riding on a stormy sea. I don't have no witnesses in here. Um, the, the, the peace of God is the kind of peace that allows you to know that the tears that you're crying for your brother right now are just temporary because Jesus is the resurrection and the light. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the peace of God is the kind of peace that overshadows you and gives you joy in the midnight hour. While others are saying joy comes in the morning, the peace of God will give you joy in the midnight hour. Lord, help me, Jesus. And so I want to try to delve in and dig in and see and, and show you from this particular uh, ending of text from Philippians how uh, Paul says that we might be able to acquire God's peace. He starts off here by telling us, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. If we're going to acquire God's peace, one of the first items of conduct, if you will, that he, he gives us as a means of instructions is that we need to rejoice in the Lord. I wish that there were more than just Sunday morning rejoices, but I, I need you to get this this morning. This might just help somebody. Paul says rejoice. That The word that is used here in the Greek text is the word uh, Cairo, which, which gives the understanding of to put yourself in the disposition such that you can enjoy the favorable grace and blessings of God. Lord Jesus, y'all not getting it. Let me see if I can break it down a little further. Uh, In other words, when he says rejoice, I know in our mind, we think it's the shouting and it's the singing and it's the celebration. But before the shout comes, a frame of mind has to come. Lord, help me here. And so what he says is, if if you're going to acquire God's peace, you've got to set your mind in a disposition such that I'm prepared to celebrate, Lord, help me, God, for what God has done in my life. Can I go one step further? Not only can you set your mind in disposition for what he has already done, but help me here, God, if you really have a strong faith and if you really are shown up in love with Jesus, you can set your mind in a state of celebration for what he's getting ready to do. I'm going to get you there. I'm going to get you there. But but he says rejoice in the Lord. So watch this. So this rejoicing is not just rejoicing just to be rejoicing. It's, it's not just having a good time. He, he's not just saying that you can find the peace of God by having a good time by turning on your favorite go-go music or something like that. No, drinking your favorite drink. No, no, no. He says rejoice in the Lord. Um, get excited in Jesus as you, Lord help me, as you, as you process the possibilities of what he has planned for you. Oh God. Um, see, part of the reason we don't have peace is because we're concerned about the possibilities of what might be coming. I'm really trying to get us there. So he says, if you're going to, if you're going to acquire God's peace, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. That's not optional. And this is command. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. In other words, we've got to shift our focus from external circumstances to an internal indwelling God and celebrate and get excited and be prepared to be uh, to be overwhelmed by what he has done, what he is doing and what he's about to do. 
So I need to be rejoicing always in the Lord. I need to be letting my mind flow to the place where I I can get in presence with him and get in communion with him. And then therefore, what's outside of me is not as significant or important anymore because I'm rejoicing in him. rejoice in the Lord always, all the time, no matter what's happening, no matter what they said, no matter what the letter came and said, no matter how things seem like they're falling apart, rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Shift focus always. Think about him always. Get along with him always. Be excited about him always. Always get excited, always rejoice in the Lord. Are y'all catching this yet? And watch this. And he, just in case the Philippians missed it, and just in case you missed it, he says it again. I believe that Paul, in his writings here, um, under the inspiration of God, knows that we are slow to catch on to stuff. Especially when trouble is riddling our life. Um, I kind of get the feeling right now that yeah, okay, pastor, you up there talking about rejoice in the Lord. And immediately, instead of taking the action of rejoicing, you began to process your problems. So the Lord knew you would do that. And so he said, Paul, say it again. And so Paul says, again, I say, rejoice. Find joy in the Lord. Be excited in Jesus. Lord, help me, God. Because this is where you're going to discover God's peace. By rejoicing in Jesus. Pastor, I, I, don't, I don't know. How, how can I rejoice in times like this? Well, you can, you can rejoice because he saved your soul. You, you, can, you can get excited because he woke you up this morning. Lord Jesus, you, you can get excited because the, the ambulance didn't come to your house this morning. Because you're not the one connected to an IV. Because you're the one that has, that has your body working properly. Because your mind is still in its right place. Even though you should have lost your mind by now. Oh yeah, we, we, we got reason to rejoice. We've got causation to be excited. We, we can get excited because he's blessed me over and 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 over again. Oh yes, we've got reason to rejoice because he kept me. Lord, help me, Jesus. He kept me when I didn't want to be kept. He covered me when I was driving up and down the dangerous highways and byways. When fire struck, it wasn't my house. When the lightning struck, it wasn't my place. When the child got killed, it wasn't my child. Thank you, God, for being a keeper. Oh, yeah. We can rejoice. We got lots to rejoice about. 
And it's enough to keep you busy all day. Rejoicing always in the Lord. He says, again, I say rejoice. And watch this. As he comes out of this instruction of rejoicing, he says something in verse number five that almost sounds like it's out of place. Watch this. Look at verse five. He says, and let your gentleness. Or, or another translation would be, let, let your patience be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. <laughs> Watch this. It, it sounds almost like, it, like, why did you stick that there? It, it just seems like it don't belong in the text, but let me help you to see how it blends. Once you're rejoicing in the Lord and the peace of God starts moving inside of you, and starts covering you because my focus is on rejoicing and celebrating Jesus. Watch this. There's a calm that comes over me. And now, even though you're watching me walk through my trial, you'll be able to see not my anxiety, but you'll see my patience. Paul says, when you look at me in the midst of my situation, you need to see my patience and not my panic. Can I help somebody right here? Somebody's watching you go through your trial. They need to see that you've got patience and not panic. Your testimony as a child of God is that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or think. And if that's your testimony, when folk watch you go through your trial, they ought to be able to see that I've got patience in my pain. Oh, I've got patience in the midst of this mess. Why? Because I've got the peace of God. Because the peace of God. It brings patience to a situation that's out of control. Lord Jesus, I'm probably not preaching to many folks that got any problems, so I'm just going to have to keep on preaching to myself. He says, let it be made known to all men. This is not to wear a sign around your neck or to put it on a poster or you put it on a t-shirt. No, what it is is that instead of you lashing out, And using your problems and your stress as an excuse to cuss people out. Become a testimony that even in the midst of all that I'm going through, even while I'm suffering with this and with that, even while they're coming at me from the right hand and the left hand, that I'm walking in the peace of God, and the peace of God gives me patience to wait on the Lord. (laughs) Even when it seems like it's about to be over, I can still be patient and wait on him because I know that I know that I know that he's going to come through for me. And while you are going through your problem, 
if you would rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice, the peace of God will provide you patience to know that what I'm looking at is not what truly shall be. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.